Okay, why is this not connecting? It says we're live, bro. <laughs> I know this is saying we're live, but I'm talking about over on Instagram, it's not saying we're live. It says click go live. Oh, that shit just took a fucking like 10 minutes oh, or something. It's shit. working for me. Oh, it took so long. It's going now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Lightsaber Radio, the most outrageous Star Wars show on the web. And in the entire cosmos, because ain't nobody better than us. No, I'm joking. <laughs> in today's special episode, we're navigating through the stars to celebrate a legacy and a titan, Carl Weathers. Now, I don't know if a lot of you guys know, but I actually had a chance to interview Carl Weathers on the other uh, on the Star Wars Audio Ar Archive um, podcast. Now, it's about five minutes of interview time over there, but I actually sat and talked with him for about two hours about all kind of stuff about his role in aliens working with arnold schwarzenegger um you know sylvester stallone and rocky playing apollo creed which is probably one of the most ultimate roles because that was like one of the first movies that was ever. iconic bro that was like one of the first movies ever that the bad guy actually won the first movie you know what i'm saying because if everybody remembers yeah. apollo creed beat rocky and rocky won and he was like the bad guy the arrogant asshole he was he mimicked muhammad ali so today we just want to honor him. The impossible quiz is all about him, about not Apollo, but about grief. Um, you know, his Star Wars role, but he did a lot for Star Wars, you know, and a lot of people don't know that he played more than just his role in Mandalorian. He voice acted in some of Star Wars stuff that had to do with the Clone Wars and Rebels and different things like that. Um, but he brought more than just life to the character he infused the star wars fans or the star wars universe with depth charisma and a presence that resonates with fans young and old he was one of those characters that just he can play a bad, bad guy turned to a good guy you know what i'm saying he he, he 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 killed it when it came to being that iconic role in star wars and he's inspired us in this saga and you know in the two hour time that i got to talk to this man he did not seem like a superstar to me. Somebody that's been in so many movies, so many, you know, video games. He's been in video games, been in, he's produced, he's, he's been a director, he's, he's done it all. And somebody that gave up an NFL career. An NFL oh, career. I didn't even know that. To be an actor, because that's what her passion was at. To provide us with entertainment. And today, we want to honor that man and talk about his achievements and some of the things that he told me in the podcast that I wasn't able to say, or not in the podcast, but he told me in, in, the, in the interview with me and he was talking after the interview was actually done, that I wasn't at liberty to say, but I think now would be a good time because he's gone and I'm pretty sure he can't sue me. <laughs> Maybe his family, but no, uh, nothing like that. What? It wasn't nothing like that. But uh, we just want to honor him today. And we want to honor, you know, not just him, but all the Star Wars celebrities, you know, all the actors that have passed away in this last year. We've had a rough year last year for Star Wars actors and, and people that's worked in Star Wars. We've lost a lot of people in 2023 or well, in the last couple of years since COVID come out. It's just been it's done devastated people's health across the uh across the world and a lot of people's death they're dying a lot sooner now because of the the, the ramifications yeah. of 
the coronavirus, you know, stuff that it did to the body. You might not have died of corona, but it caused a lot of damage. And then you die earlier than you were supposed to. Not to saying that's what happened with him, but I'm just saying that in general. So it's been a la it's been a rough cut last couple of years. But before we launch into all that, you know what I'm saying? Let's hit the intro video and get this tribute started. Hello there. So today, well, first off, what's going on, Dr. Skywalker, Darth Akari, you know what I'm saying, Star Wars team leader, welcome, welcome to the show, welcome to anybody else that's watching it on a platform where you can't chat in, because, you know, on Twitch and some of the other ones you can't, it doesn't show up in the chat. Um, but so today we're wielding our lifesavers in tribute to Carl Weathers, a monumental influence in the Star Wars universe. We're embarking on an interstellar journey. Reflecting on his legendary character, the depth he brought to the saga, and how his performance has shaped the course of this epic narrative. Our voyage through this, through his, our voyage through his life accomplishments offers a unique opportunity to honor a true Star Wars legend. Plus, we had the latest news, rumors sweeping across the Star Wars galaxy. Plus, we got the Star Wars Impossible quiz, which is going to be all about Greek Cargan. So, it's going to be a little bit easier. He didn't have a whole lot of stuff to, you know, bring up because he was only in two, three, three seasons of, of The Mandalorian. This episode promises to be an exhilarated adventure through space and time, honoring a legend and diving into the heart of what makes Star Wars so enduring and beloved. So whether you're here to pay tribute to Carl Weathers or to catch up on the latest Star Wars news or rumors, strap in and get ready for an episode filled with memories, insights, and a whole lot of Star Wars fun. And other fun too, because we're going to be bringing up a lot of different franchises in this one, because Carl Weathers played in a lot of different stuff. But before we dive into that, let's kick, everything up. Let's kick off everything with a bang. Here at Lightsaber Radio, we have a certain style. It's time for the Housebreaker, our unique take on the Icebreaker, where Garrison's going to throw us a wild question, and we are got to give our most outrageous answers. And we want you in the chat to participate, so make sure that you guys do. Get in there, put in the set. So Garrison, uh, Garrison unleash that Housebreaker questions, and drop that in. Uh, okay, whatever, I got all the time. <laughs> Kyle can only talk for so long before he starts developing dyslexia or not dyslexia, whatever the fucking, he just can't speak. Yeah, it's called uh, getting old and having MS. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them is not a good combination of shit. Both of them fuck with your memory. <laughs> All right, so for today's Hothbreaker, you got the chance to spend some time with Palpatine and Plagueis and you learn to stop people from dying. All right. Which Star Wars character or actor are you going to stop from dying? Oh, you already know my answer. Who? You already know my answer. Dude, Who the is only, it? Uh, Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens? Yeah. He's already dead, though. You're going to bring him back? 
No, I would have stopped them from dying in the first place. Well, you can't go back in time. You just oh, learned okay. it now. Well, I didn't know that shit. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't specify that. I, I want to know more about his character. <laughs> True. I would, I would totally bring back Ray Stevens if I could. But. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Darth Akari said Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill? Um, I don't know. He let he let Disney screw over Luke, so. <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't really... He didn't I'd fight bring, it. I, 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 I would keep um, George Lucas from dying. George Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd keep Lucasfilm from selling to Disney. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> exactly. Because he died after he sold. Oh, I could go back <laughs> in time. Yeah. Because <laughs> he fucking died after he sold fucking Star Wars. I, I say Star Wars in general. I would have saved Ooh. Star Wars and never let fucking Star Wars That's get good. sold. Because Star, Star Wars has, has, has went downhill since fucking George Lucas let it go. Which I can't say that. You know, we said the same thing. Well, not me, but a lot of people said the same thing about the prequels when they came out. You know, there was a... There, you know, even... There's actually in the news, one of the news articles that I was reading earlier is that... You know, it was hard for Ewan McGregor to... Uh, to play in the prequel trilogy knowing that everybody hated it you know everybody was fucking talking shit about it and talking about what the fuck is george doing and you know and then the sequel trilogy came out and everybody was like fuck the fuck that the prequels is great compared to this shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying but he said it was really hard and he really didn't want to play obi-wan no more after the phantom menace because of the reception that it got and how hard it was to deal with making two more movies that people hated before they even came out they was already talking shit about them so you know the originally original trilogy fans was just bashing on the the prequel trilogy and i mean there's there's room to bash on the prequel trilogy there really is because you know how the hell did they get more advanced going back in time you know what I'm saying? <laughs> which i mean <laughs> you explained it way but... nicer than the original trilogy but that was all cosmetic shit it really like i didn't care i thought it was dope as fuck but um yeah no. Bro, I like Star Wars team leader. Choose, I, I, if Vader I never Vader died, that would have been sick. If I if it had to be a Star Wars character, I would I would pick Vader. Yeah, making Vader never die would have been dope. Or Imagine Mace what would have happened. Mace. No, what? Bro, yeah. let him die. <laughs> no, Mace is the shit, man. I, we didn't ever really get to see Mace really fucking do nothing, man. All he did is talk a lot. This is the best fucking saber duelist in the fucking Jedi. <laughs> He created his own fucking form, and we never got to see shit. He just got thrown out a window and died. <laughs> I would much rather see what the hell was going on, buddy. <laughs> I wanted to see what the hell he could really do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, we seen it in the Clone Wars, you know, but we didn't really get... We really didn't get to see what he could really do. And I just think it would have been way better. And it might have had a lot to do with, you know what I'm saying... You know, what's his face is just old as shit. I don't think he can move like that no more. He's old. <laughs> He's really old. Samuel Jackson. He is old. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he can move like that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, CGI with modern technology, you can make some awesome shit. So I would have loved to see what Mace I would Mace just Windu recast him. If you brought back Mace Windu, I think it would just be time to recast him. Who would you recast? Can't nobody be fucking Mace Windu other than Samuel Jackson. Exactly. So you don't bring him back. I rest my case. <laughs> like you get like Samuel Jackson is fucking Mace Windu. You can't recast Samuel Jackson. Who the fuck? 
Bro, I think part of the reason Mace Windu is so popular is because it was Samuel Jackson. It I don't think be. people would have cared as much if it wasn't Samuel Jackson playing Mace Windu. That's eh, possible. I don't know. Like, I don't know, because I like, well, no. Eh, eh. Hey, you might have. You might be on this one in there. I like Mace Windu because it was Samuel Jackson. I like Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson is a great fucking actor. I just wish they'd have let him cuss in Star Wars. It would have been 20 times better if he'd have been like, motherfucking Palpatine, you bitch. <laughs> You're under motherfucking arrest. It's treason then. I'm going to cut your fucking head off, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been fucking great. But, nah. <laughs> so. Let yeah, me come help I, you. I, I yeah, Anakin saying, let me come help you fight Palpatine. Fuck no, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't trust you for shit. <laughs> <laughs> you live my trust after I kill the motherfucker. <laughs> 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 if what you say is true, motherfucker, then we'll be all right. <laughs> uh, just imagine him being like fucking, um, like in Pulp Fiction. I just want to hear Mace Windu talk like that, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. That ain't never happening in Disney. You know that's not never happening. Disney ain't ever letting that happen. Which, why are we talking about Samuel Jackson? It's Carl Weathers that died, not Samuel Jackson. Because uh, well, the, the damn question was, who would you keep yeah, alive? True, I said true. Mace Windu. <laughs> fuck. I keep Mace Windu alive or, or, or Raider. I, do, I don't know, man. There's so many. Keep Invader alive. You know who would I would have kept dude. alive? Let's see, who would I have kept alive? Vader, Vader would have been cool. But I think Vader... Darth Akari, <laughs> say treason one more time, motherfucker. I dare you. <laughs> uh, um, I need him. It's not the Jedi way, motherfucker. What? <laughs> what the fuck did you say? <laughs> oh, well, both of y'all's asses. He's already beat. I'm about to beat you. <laughs> motherfucking Sith Lord. <laughs> That we've been looking for. Uh, um, <laughs> so, who would you pick? To keep alive? Huh? Damn, that's a good question. Yeah, maybe Star Wars in general. That would be cool. That's what I said. I would have kept Star Wars for me and sold. Yeah. If I could save <laughs> one thing before it dies, it like, would be Star Wars. Like, Maybe renegotiate it. Like Disney can have rights, but like they don't get to like have creative license. <laughs> George Lucas gets to choose, but Disney takes like a cut off of it. You know what I mean? Like Disney helps fund it in return like, for a little bit of the I would, money. I would have done it, but but George Lucas had to be the uh, CEO of creative operations. In, yeah, or like I George guess. Lucas gets like final approval before they make yeah, something. Everything. If, he, if I mean? he if he read the script and was like, "This is bullshit," it don't get done. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? you're not gonna do this. You're gonna fuck my goddamn movies up. <laughs> you're fuck my franchise up. Only thing he kept was some money and some and the rights to the name. Cause it's still Lucas Films. <sighs> yeah, because right now there's like 
there's not really any characters alive right now, like in the Star Wars universe, that I really want to keep alive. Like Ray, I want to see the end of Ray. Not because I hate her, but like I wonder how Disney would kill her off. But I don't think they ever would. You know what I mean? I don't think they're ever gonna. That, that that's their franchise character. I know. But wouldn't it that, be cool to see how the Ray dies? It's a franchise character. They're gonna. The Mandalorian is gonna die though. Watch. Yeah, probably. The Mandalorian is dying in the movie. I'd see Mando Mandalorian die. is gonna die, or he's gonna get, or he's gonna escape with Grogu, and they're just gonna go off and hide. <laughs> you're like. never gonna, yeah, bro. You're never gonna see the Mandalorian's face until he dies. You're gonna get fucking five minutes of screen time with Pedro Pascal while he looks into Grogu's eyes and then dies, and then boom, never see him again. <laughs> like, like he just takes off all his Mandalorian armor and just hides him and Grogu to keep Grogu safe. Rayco Walker can't die. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think they're gonna kill Grogu. I don't think. I think we'll see Grogu in the fucking new Ray movie. I have a feeling we're gonna see him in the new Ray movie. And Grogu in the new Ray movie, like Yoda. You know, this is like another <laughs> thirty years, so he's like baby talking, but like Yoda, like but it still it sounds all in reverse. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, no. Imagine they take off his mask and it's not even Pedro Pascal. He's too expensive. <laughs> it's just some random dude with the mustache. Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I am <laughs> Grogu. I will miss you. Grogu's like, <laughs> Grogu's like, I don't even know you, fucker. <laughs> That'll be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, like, who is this guy? They CGI Pedro Pascal to some other dude. <laughs> like they take it off and it's John Wayne the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? No, what? no, they take it off. It's, it's fucking Clint Eastwood. We're like, yeah. damn, you got old. <laughs> like Brandon Wayne is playing his fucking dad and they fucking redo his face as John Wayne and he takes off the mask and it's John Wayne the whole time. That would definitely get the fucking community talking like, damn John Wayne was in Star Wars this whole time like John Wayne been dead for you know he wasn't even right there like do y'all know shit man look that shit up (laughs) 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 or or they get uh, it's like Charlie Sheen and he's all fucking dying and decrepit because he got AIDS all this time that dude ain't got AIDS no more he just got a new girlfriend like dude how does he keep getting new girlfriends if he got AIDS like these women are just like oh you got enough money I don't care (laughs) <laughs> all good all good they got fucking they got medicine that will stop it yeah they got cures for that shit now well, not a cure but they got medicine as long as you keep yeah. taking it you can't give it to nobody <sighs> Sam Elliott <laughs> old ass Sam Elliott oh goo I'll miss you <laughs> uh-huh. I, I can bring you in warm <laughs> <laughs> or I can bring you in cold. <laughs> okay, let's get let's get to the show. We <laughs> so today we're here, and I'm glad we're laughing because this is a very sad time. You know what I'm saying? It really is sad. Yeah, we kind of like I said. I had I talked to this man for like two hours. The interview was only for like five minutes of what I put out on the thing, but you know, I talked to him for a long time because I wanted to know more about him as a person you know so a lot of people don't know that he played in the NFL for a few years um and he played for the Oakland Raiders 
or the Los Angeles, whatever the fucking Raiders were then. This was back in the 70s. And he gave up his career in the NFL, and he was good. He wasn't bad. He was a good a good player. Carl Weathers was a good player. He was first or second round draft pick, I can't remember. Um, and he went and had a career in the NFL. He would have been able to play. He was like a defensive end. And he gave that up because he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to make people happy. He was like, I wanted, you know, I went and he, he told me, he said, he went and watched movies. And he, uh, I don't know, football makes me happy too. He said, I went and watched movies and I seen the people's reactions, how people reacted in the movies. That's what he told me. And he said, and I wanted to be that person up there on the screen giving those people them reactions. So he quit the NFL. He retired after like two, three years. And I think he played from like 72 to 74 or 74 to 76 or something like that. And He's like the he linebacker, yeah. Yeah. And then he retired to be an actor. And I don't think it was a bad career choice <laughs> for him because he ended up becoming a really well-known actor. He's been in everything. His first film was The Magnum Force. Oh, with in Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Which is an old-ass movie. With Clint Eastwood, right? He was in uh, like Friday Fox in 1975. Yeah. He was in Bucktown in 1975. The Four Deuces, a taxi cab driver in 1976. Then his career really took off because he was in Rocky as Apollo Creed. And we... I'm a huge Rocky fan. I'm a, I'm a Star Wars yeah. fan. I'm a huge Rocky fan. I love Predator. Anything that has to do with, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm old. So, like, the old movies where, you know what I'm saying, you had an action star that actually was went in there and they had to, like... <laughs> action stars that actually looked like action stars? <laughs> yeah, not fucking the dude from fucking Twilight being Batman. <laughs> yeah, not fucking skinny little... God, yeah. That was the action worst stars when they were actually action stars, yeah. Bring back action stars. But we were all introduced, well, at least most of us were introduced to Apollo Creed watching Rocky when we were very young. And that's one of the craziest things that a lot of people don't know. That was the first time that the bad guy won in the movie. That was the very first time that a bad guy actually won in the movie because Apollo Creed was the bad guy. The movie was about Rocky and his his rise to becoming the heavyweight champion. And Apollo Creed whooped his damn ass in the first movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it was a battle. I mean, to it the was end. by decision, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was. So it, it's not like it was a Apollo knockout. Apollo won, and it was the very first time in a movie that you actually seen. And they did that intentionally because they wanted to draw attraction. And he said he was scared to play that part. He said, I was scared to play that part. At that point, him and Sylvester Stallone were, you know, they were up and coming actors. And this was a very big role. This was supposed to be one of the biggest movies that was going to be made that year. And it was. It was one, probably the biggest movie made that year. And he said it intimidated him a lot. But he went in there and he put, a, he put his heart and soul into that, into that part. And we seen it. He played a great part. Great acting for being such a young actor. And he played, I mean, he was an asshole. You know what I'm saying? And he mimicked. He told me he studied he everything that he had to study about Muhammad Ali to play Apollo Creed because that's what they mimicked Apollo Creed's character after was uh, Muhammad Ali. 
Right. Um, um, close encounter of the third kind he was in. Crazy. Most people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? And he was just a, a MP officer. Just a small little part. Semi-touch, 4 for 10 on, on Navarro. Navarro. I don't even know. I don't know what the hell from that Navarro is. I don't even know what that <laughs> That was in 1970. He played Sergeant Olin, Olin Weaver. Then Apollo Creed again in 79, Rockies 2. Hell yeah. Played, played in Death Hunt. You know what I'm saying? Rocky 3. Played Apollo Creed, Rocky 4. Uh, Predator. One of the greatest movies of all time. Hold on. Rocky 4 is the one where the Russian killed him. Yeah, the Russian killed him in Rocky yeah. 4. So we've had a little bit of practice with this grief. Yeah. I but, saw him I die. Mean, it wasn't like Carl I saw Weathers him die died. in Rocky 4. Apollo Creed died. Yeah, but it was sad, bro. It was sad. If he That's dies, he dies. I saw him die in that, and I saw him die in Happy Gilmore. Yep. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. Predator. Now, if you're a Star Wars fan, you're probably a Predator fan. Predator was... Now, I'm not saying all the Predators, because some of the Predator movies was like, what the fuck? But Predator 1 was one of the best movies ever. You had an all-star cast, and he got to act next to Arnold. And oh, yeah. he told me, he was like, I was big at the time. I, he was like, I'm, you know, I'm a big dude. I'm not no little guy. No. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, standing next to Arnold makes, back when Arnold was in full physique, like, he said, Arnold was freaking huge. He was like, that dude's arm was like as big around as my leg. <laughs> he was like, that dude was so big and so muscular. And he said, working out with him, because Arnold made them all work out before he seen they had to work out and he said that it, it it was just so much fun to be around those type of people and the presence of not just being around them but you know the the, the stuff that they were doing that had never been done before ain't nobody made nothing like the predator movie before i mean we had star wars and we had stuff like that but we didn't have no alien coming down to you know other than aliens but you know they weren't coming to the earth to kill people that was like the first you know what i'm saying real like alien predator type this one alien is taking out an entire <laughs> fleet and he he said it kind of sucked when they blew off his arm he was like that that, that was kind of sucky he didn't want to go out like that but you know what i'm saying that was what the, the the role was but i'm telling you talking to this man for those two hours that i was blessed to talk to this man he was he didn't he didn't make me feel like he was a superstar. He made me feel like I was one of the guys and we were just having a conversation. You know, he didn't ever like, I, right, I ain't got time for this. You know what I'm saying? And actually he's, he is one of the people, he kept the conversation going. He was like, anything else you want to know, man? Yeah. Come on. He didn't ever like, and I just asked him. I literally went on Twitter and asked him if he would come on the show. If he would come on the podcast and I didn't ever think he was going to hit me back. And he did. I'm like, dude, Carl Weathers. Like, that is crazy. And then I didn't believe it was him at first. I said, this is going to be a hoax. And then I clicked on the video <laughs> and I'm sitting there talking to Carl Weathers. Apollo Creed. You know, I, I was starstruck. 
I'm not lying, and I've been around stars, but I was like starstruck because he's a superstar. He's not like, this is not, you know, somebody like, that, you know, I, I don't even know how to explain it. But the thing that, that, that made it feel, he made me feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? He made me feel like you're not talking to Carl Withers. You're just talking to yeah. another guy. You He's know like what I'm saying? A real We're just having a conversation. Just like me and Garrison or me and any of you guys would just in the chat would be talking if we was talking on a video call. We just talk normal. And he was so humble. He was so humble. Like I, he was like, I was very blessed that I was able to pursue my passions. And he gave me so much inspiration. You know, he inspired me. To never give up on your dream. Never. No matter what you want to do, if you want to do it, get out there and do it. He was like, people told him he could not be an actor. Stay in the NFL. His family was telling him that. A bunch of people were telling him that. Well, fucking, who leaves the NFL, bro? <laughs> <laughs> to be an actor. Like, that's insane. But that was what his passion was. His passion wasn't, I mean, he liked playing football. He told me, he was like, I love playing football, but my passion was to be an actor. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to make people smile. I wanted to make people mad. I wanted to give, make people have, uh, 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 I wanted to spark emotions from people by being on that screen. I can't remember the exact words. I wish I, I, I remember the exact words that he used because it was so inspiring. And he, like, literally, he was just so humble about it, though. It was like talking to him, and he was funny, and he never made me feel uncomfortable. I talked to other the other actors that just are assholes. You know what I'm saying? I talked to other superstars, and they're just, and some of them are just assholes. They're just freaking pricks. They're like, dude, I'm better than you. And they act like that, and he never acted like that. He was very, very humble. And... I think that's one one of the biggest things that this this hurt me because I met Harrison Ford before. Harrison Ford he gave some good advice, but I didn't get to have a real conversation with him. He was in and out for the part that's, that he was doing. Yeah, it's kind of Harrison Ford though. <laughs> he doesn't like. You know, he, he was in and out like that. <laughs> I met Mariah Carey on a plane one time, and that bitch is just fucking fuck that bitch. That bitch is fucking rude as shit. Damn, yeah. bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was rude as fuck. Like, all I did is ask her for an autograph, and this bitch act like I was fucking, like, invading her. Like, I broke in her house or some shit. She was like, everybody just keep asking me if my bitch are a superstar. That's kind of what comes to the fucking terms of being a superstar. You know, you're a superstar. People going to ask you for your fucking autograph when they see you. You know, you kind of signed up for that when you decided to be a fucking superstar singer, you raggedy bitch. That's you so know, annoying. I hate it when they're like that, bro. But then I met Snoop Dogg and Daz and Corrupt and all them. They was they was at the gas station, across from the the, the place they were buying blunts. No surprise, but they were buying blunts. They were <laughs> no across surprise. the street from the from the Blue Note in Colorado, and they were about to do a concert over there. And me and my daughter walked in, and my daughter's the one that recognized them. I didn't even recognize them. You know, when I walked in, I walked in went to go get what I was getting out of the store. They was up at the cash register, and she was like Snoop Dogg, and she was like four. And what the a, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I turned around, Snoop Dogg. It was Snoop Dogg, um, Exhibit, Daz, Krupp yeah. wasn't there. I can Snoop see Dogg, how she Daz, uh, really empathizes with Snoop Dogg. And like, she got a picture, they gave her a picture. Day. 
they gave her a picture and they took a picture with her and they signed the fucking picture and they, I mean they just did all kind of shit they were like uh, or they gave her a picture and signed a picture for her and all kind of shit you know they were cool as shit met fucking Dr. Dre cool as shit other than my homeboy fucking almost dropped dead when we met Dr. Dre I was so fucking embarrassed like dude you're a fucking man get off the fuck why well, you look like you're about to suck this dude's dick you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch get up man quit fuck man but I, let, I met a lot of people you know in my life a lot of famous people and out of all of them Carl Weathers was like you know and I didn't meet him in person you know I can't really say it was in person because we was on a video call but just talking with him and he was like one of the most humble people that I have ever met he was nice he was funny we had a great time we talked for like two hours the interview was only supposed to be like 15-20 minutes that's why I told him when I went through the email when we was emailing back and forth and I told him it would be like 15-20 minutes just talking about the Mandalorian and his part in the Mandalorian. And we ended up being on the thing for over two, it was over two hours. And it was just, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal, you know what I'm saying, to, to talk to this man. And knowing that he's a part of Star Wars and he will always be a part of Star Wars now for all eternity. Star Wars ain't going nowhere. Like people might forget about fucking Rocky. People might forget about Predator. You know, them, them franchises could go away and never come back. You know what I'm saying? Sylvester Stallone is really the one that's keeping the the the, the Rocky franchise alive with Creed, with the Creed stuff. But if they never made a Rocky movie again or a, that type of movie, you know, that's based on the Rocky series, it wouldn't it wouldn't be, you know, what I'm saying like nobody would fucking be like, oh. But Star Wars will be around forever, at least. Till as long as Disney don't fuck it up, it's gonna be around for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that he was a part of that. And he was a good character in it. Like he played a good fucking part from the beginning of his character to the end of the the, the last thing that we seen of his character was fucking great. Started off as an asshole bad guy, turned into a good guy, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm call him a bad guy. He was a bad, he was a fucking head of the guild. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> how is that a bad guy? Flipping, he was a part of the guild, like, uh, Mando was a part of the guild. Mando was a bad guy too. It all started off with bad guys. Bounty hunters are bad I'd say guys. like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, they were all no, bad guys. I wouldn't say they're good guys, but I wouldn't say they're like the Empire. I didn't say they were evil, I said they were bad guys. <laughs> fair, fair, all right. different. <laughs> But he, he he just was a a, a great a, a, a great man to talk to and have a conversation. I'm so honored that I that I was able to have a conversation with. Him. I wish all of you guys could have had a conversation with him. I wish we could have got him on the show. And you know, I tried a few times. He was busy, so he wasn't able to ever to come on the show. You know, and I didn't want to keep you know hounding him. Like, hey man, you gonna come on the show? Hey man, you gonna come on the show? Because I didn't want to seem like a dick. You know what I'm saying? Some asshole there. Like, damn, I did your show one time. Now you want me to come on this other fucking show and you keep hounding me, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I was nice to you, you fucking prick. I didn't want to seem like that guy. But 
you know, I'd love to get him on the show and for all you guys to be able to have a conversation and ask him some questions. Because, man, he was just, he was like an open book, man. He just, he just told you everything. Told you how hard it was to be in that fucking jungle. Because they was in the damn jungle. That's back in the day when they had to go to the place that actually filmed the shit. They didn't have no big ass dome with a bunch of CGI shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They actually oh, had yeah, to go to the predator. fucking jungle. Yeah. He said it sucked. The mosquitoes there was fucking killing them. <laughs> he said it was bad. And a lot of his movies was in that in that type of environment. He he was a real actor. Them was real actors that had to go out there into them type of environments and really be in the jungle and really be in the deserts and different shit in the thing. So then he actually then he played um, Action Jackson, Hurricane Smith. He played in Happy Gilmore. Uh, Little Nicky played in Eight Crazy Nights. He played in. He played the CNG water bottle. Yeah, as a voice actor in Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> Balto 3, um, Sasquatch Gang, The Comebacks, Sheriff Tom versus the Zombies. He was the president. <laughs> Think Like a Man 2, Toy Story 4, um, TV series. He was in Good Times, um, Canon, Six Million Dollar Man. Six Million Dollar Man. That's old as shit. Kung Fu. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Starsky and Hutch. Barnaby Jones. Quinn Martin's Tales of the Unexpected. The Bermuda Depths. Um, the Bakers. Um, the, the Deficient Ones. Fortune Dune. Tour of Duty. Dangerous Passion. Street Justice. In the Heat of the Night. OP Center, Assault on Devil's Island, Assault on Devil's Mountain, The Shield, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Arrested Development, Alien Siege, Pooh Action, um, ER, um, Psych, regular, The Regular Show, American Warship, Toy Story of Terror, the TV special. Um, he was on Colony, Chicago PD, Chicago Justice, Star Voices, The Forces of Evil. Um, the Star versus the voices, the voices of evil, forces of evil. However, you say that. Law and Order, Special Victims <laughs> Unit, Magnum PI, Pink, Pinky Malicky, um, The Mandalorian, and that's where he finished his phenomenal career. career. Also, he was in the video Which? games Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, Mortal Kombat X, and the Artful Escape, and. I didn't even put down all his directing and and and, and um, production credits. Right. I didn't even write those down because we we'd be here for like a month going through all that shit. He played in so many wonderful things, so much shit. Voice acted. I didn't even put down all his voice acting stuff because there was there was like five pages, too much shit. You know what I'm saying? But he he did something. That a lot of people haven't wasn't able to do in their life. A lot of people have dreams and they don't get to follow their dreams. You know, life just fucking picks us up, chews us up, spits us out, and we don't get a, we don't get to do everything that we want. But he was a person, and one thing he told me, he was like, "You're never too old to follow a dream." They told him that he couldn't be a fucking director, and he was in his fifties, and he said, "I bet you I can," and he became a director and he started directing movies. They said, you'll only be an actor. And he ended up being a director. And then he was a 
in production. He did production stuff. He learned how to do camera stuff. He learned how to do everything that he decided that he wanted to do. He went out there and did it, even though people told him he couldn't even do it. Even sometimes the world said, hey, you, you don't have the ability to do that. He said, anybody has the ability to do anything that they put their mind to. And he is a proven, he has proven that by his career. And he's just an inspiration. He is literally an inspiration to me, and he should be an inspiration to everybody that listens to this podcast. Anybody that listens to, you know, that watches him as an actor, that knows he gave up a a, 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 a proven football, you know what I'm saying, career. He could have been crazy. Hall of Fame <laughs> NFL career to be an actor because that's what his passion was. That's what he wanted to do. So you ain't ever stuck in a position, you know what I'm saying? No matter what your position is, because he'd have been rich and famous anyway as being a football star. <laughs> he just decided to do it a different way. So you're not ever stuck in a position where you cannot get out of that position and follow your dreams at any age. I don't care how old you are. If you want to do it, push and push hard and you can do it. You know, I never thought that I would have been in the position of my life if I didn't push. And he just re and I mean, I did the interview with him and he's really one of the inspirations for this podcast because I wanted to do another podcast. I just didn't know what I wanted to do yet, but I knew I wanted to do it. And he was like, just talking with him. I said, I want to talk to people. I want to talk to other Star Wars fans. And he was a big Star Wars fan. He loved Star Wars. He was like, dude, I've always liked Star Wars. He was like, I've been watching Star Wars for years. So when yeah. they came and asked me to do a Star Wars show, I said, like, there was yeah. no question. There was no question about him going to do it when they came and 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 asked him to do it, or when he he when he found out about the role and he came in and, and auditioned for a role. There wasn't no question. He's like Star Wars is great, you know, and that's that's the reality of it. If you guys want to be in a Star Wars movie or you want to create a Star Wars book or a comic book or anything, I don't care what it is, you know, it don't even have to necessarily be Star Wars. Go out there and do it. You can do it. I guarantee you can do it. Because people told me my whole life, you ain't ever going to amount to shit. And I've done so much. I'm not nowhere close to the level that Carl Weathers is at. But I've done a lot. Because I went out there and did it. Nobody has been able to tell me that I can't do something. Somebody says, you can't do it. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm one of them people that you tell me I can't do it. I'm going to try a hundred times harder to do it. It's going to give me more inspiration to do it. By you telling me I can't do it. And it doesn't have to be, you know, spectacular. You know what I'm saying? Like this podcast, well, we got 1,500 subscribers. We get about 1,500 to, you know, a couple thousand views. It's not, I'm not, we're not theory that gets 4 million views a video, but we're doing it. And people said we couldn't. People said that ain't gonna work. There's too many other people doing it. There's too many people out there doing the exact same thing. You you can't go into a into a field and do that when you got so much competition. Why? Get out there and try, be unique. And we did. We came in, we said we were gonna be outrageous, we were gonna have fun, we were gonna talk about serious things, we were gonna talk about things that wasn't so serious. That's, that's, the, that's the legacy that this man left. You can do anything that you put your mind to. And that's the truth about it. And he, 
I mean, some of the things that he told me about, like like being out in the jungle, he said that shit sucked, but that's what he wanted to do. He said it was fun. You know, being out the what, you know, Ventura, body, the body Ventura was in that movie in Predators 1. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> wrestling, wrestling Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? One of the top wrestlers to ever be, you know, he was there. Played a great part. I think they all died suckingly because the Predator was whooping their ass. I think more of them should have lost. <laughs> I don't think the Predator could have took out all of them guys. I seen Predator 2. Danny Glover took out a Predator by <laughs> Donald Glover took out a fucking... Donald uh, Glover. Freaking, took out a pre- uh, Predator by himself, so I don't know how the hell fucking... 10 highly trained fucking army, navy, whatever the fuck they were, like super assassins, could take out a Predator in the, in the jungle. But hey, you know what I'm saying? It's the movies. But he just said, man, it, 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 you're gonna go through tough times. You're gonna be in tough situations. Being an actor, like every actor that I've ever really talked to, they tell you acting sucks. It's the hardest job they ever had. He said being an actor was harder than being training for the NFL, training for football. Really? He said we, you got long hours. You know what I'm saying? Super long hours. You're in fucked up ass environments. You know, he was like, it's just, but if that's what you want to do, that's what you do. If you want to be a writer, you got to get all the information. You have to get everything done. You got to research stuff. You got to do all this shit, you know, character development. You got to do all kinds of stuff. And then you got to sit down and write a book that could take you five, ten years to write. You know, if you're really good, you might be able to write in six months. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to have to put in the work. And it's going to be hard. Anything worth having is worth working hard for. You've got to work hard. I know. I work my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I go to work at a job, then I work on a podcast. I got two podcasts. I'm working on a third, maybe a fourth one. So I'm working on this damn website. I'm constantly working. I don't, I don't ever take a break. And it sucks because with MS, I'm always fucking tired. But there's things that I want to accomplish. There's, I want to give. I want to give more to the world. You know, give more content to the world. Give more stuff to people. You know, we don't have to do this. We could be doing something else right now. But we do this because we love doing it. I love entertaining. You know what I'm saying? I love giving people content. I love going on YouTube and watching videos. Shit, I'm stuck on these damn end of the world videos. I don't know why, but I've been watching the shit out of these damn end of the world. End of the world videos? Like how the world's going to end, like solar flares, comets smacking into the planet, and asteroids. I've been watching the shit out of it. But if somebody didn't make that goddamn content, I wouldn't be able to watch it. Somebody has to make the content. Tom's going to be a TikTok influencer next. Uh, I'm not really, I don't know. TikTok and Instagram is not much. I like to talk to people. I mean, we posted this on TikTok and they kicked us off already. It ain't been an hour and they already kicked us off. But it is what it is. You know, I just want, I want to give back what Carl gave to me. He inspired me. And I want to inspire all y'all. Whatever y'all want to do, man, go out there and figure out a way to get it done. There's a way. You just got to find out the way. Because this man was humble. He was inspiring. And he wasn't an asshole. He just treated me like a normal person. 
you know, we talked a little bit about the things that I've done, and he was like, oh, you've done a little bit of stuff, man. You you, you put your foot in the door. You can do more. Like, nah, I can't do it. I can't remember my lines now. <laughs> I, I can't do it. But, you know what I'm saying? He, he did it for reals. Like, he was out there. I mean, so many other actors, even actors in Star Wars have came out and they their career didn't do much of anything afterwards yeah they're iconic in star wars but their careers wasn't nowhere close to what he had done because he just kept trying he could have quit after rocky just said i don't want to do this i made enough money no he kept doing it because he loved doing it he loved doing something my dad used to tell me all the time find something that you would do for free and figure out a way to make money at it and you'll be a rich man Hell yeah. And I didn't ever understand that when I was younger. I was like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Why the fuck would I do something for free? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know what I'm saying? But how long did I do podcasting and, and YouTube videos before I ever made any money off of it? I did it for years. I did it for like seven years before I really ever made any type of money off of it. Like seven years trying different things talking about different subjects that I care about it takes time that's the one thing that I want everybody to take if you want to be influencer and you want to be on YouTube or you want to be on you know Instagram streamer or wherever you're on I don't care what it is it's not going to happen overnight you're going to have to put in a lot of hours and a lot of time for nothing for yes, with no anything but yeah, you have to build up your engagement. You have to build up your 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 um, your fans. You have to do that. It's not going to happen overnight. You, it takes time. And if you ain't got a couple years to put into it, at least a couple years to put into, you know, doing videos for nothing and working your ass off and never sleeping and just busting your ass and and to get content out as much as possible. If you ain't willing to do that for about two years for no money, at least two years for no money, then don't even try. Go go to college. <laughs> or getting really, really, really lucky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lucky people out there, but that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> if you can't put in the time, just go to fucking college. <laughs> yeah, just go to college. <laughs> go to college, find something that you are good at and go do that because... You're just going to waste your time and waste your, of your life. <laughs> you know, and that's the reality of it, though. Because there's so many kids out there nowadays, and shit, look at every day, like 20 new Star Wars influencers pop up. And it's like, dude, you're going to be putting in a lot of work. We've been at this for two years, and we haven't made shit <laughs> on this podcast. We haven't really made nothing, like $70. And most of them have come because of our lovely fans, you know what I'm saying, giving us super chats. Or, you know what I'm saying, giving us $5 or a dollar or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It ain't been coming from views. You got to get like a million views to make a dollar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On YouTube. YouTube is, 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 not, is not the way to go. We do this for fun. We do this just because we love talking about Star Wars. We don't do this to make money. I mean, it might turn into that one day. We hopefully it does. You know, we hope we can get like Theory with nice. four million views of every video that he puts out, and you know what I'm saying makes a butt ton of money and has all these different shirts and 
all kind of different stuff. We love to be there one day, but that's not the reason we do it. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully that's not the reason he does it. I think he does it because he loves Star Wars. He truly loves Star Wars. He says some dumb shit sometimes, you know, and, but we do too. We all we ain't nobody fucking invaluable. We all say dumb shit. I guarantee if somebody went back and listened to our, our videos, we'd get demonetized and freaking kicked off of YouTube. So man, we'd have canceled. <laughs> cancel culture would have been canceled us if we were super out there. It's just the way that it is. You say dumb shit. Sometimes it's taken out of content. It's just the way life is. But that's what I want to get to everybody in this episode. For me, being able to meet Carl Weathers or talk to Carl Weathers on a video call for two hours, over two hours, he gave me inspiration. And I want to leave that legacy with him. You know what I'm saying? I want to honor that man for the inspiration that he gave and for his part in playing in Star Wars and being a character that we can all relate to. We can relate to being in a bad position and, 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 and getting out of it. Most people can relate to that. We've all been in one bad situation or another and getting out of it. And that's what he showed us in Star Wars. He was in a bad position. He was in part, well, I, I don't know if it was in a bad position because he was the head of the kill. So, you know, he making all the money. He, he, he was running Navarro and then he changed it over to being a good Navarro. Yeah. <laughs> been in a position where we've had to protect a baby alien from stormtroopers you know it's just it just happens it's kind of any given friday and we all gotta understand <laughs> how to overcome a he bunch a of man. troopers he was a great actor and it's a sad day uh, february 1st was a sad day 2024 that we lost a great man like him and i will try to remember as my, I'm getting older, I'm forgetting a lot more shit. And MS is making that, you know, the time that I talked to this man for two hours that didn't even have to talk to me about his career and about the wonderful things that he's been able to do and the inspiration he gave me. So this is very detrimental to me. I wouldn't call him a friend because I really don't know him, but the two hour and a half hour, whatever time it was that we was on that call, he made me feel like I was part of his family. And he said that's one thing that he wanted Star Wars fans to feel like he was part of the Star Wars family and he would always honor Star Wars. So I hope everybody remembers his contribution and never let that contribution go to waste. You know, never, never forget who he was. Alright, <clears throat> let's get to some new Damn, now office. I feel like we gotta end the end the podcast right there. <laughs> no, we don't have to end We, well, we can get to the news. At least to a question. Uh outside of Carl Weathers, what are you gonna do with this character in Mandalorian? We had a similar thing with Ray Stevens, uh and, and Oka. That's gonna be the hard thing because you can't it's like Ray Stevens. You can't like I don't know anybody that could come in and play Carl Weathers position the way he played it i mean he didn't have like the biggest role in the world he was you know right he, he really did it, it didn't have the same like storyline that fans are going to be expecting like a continuation of so like but that's one side this this kind of good but i don't know who i don't know who could i mean they could they could find somebody to come in and play him but i don't i think that they'll just write them off you know like there'll be a bombing on navarro and i mean and that's you know Really, because that's where Mandalorian is right now with the with the with 
Goku, you know, the Empire finds out that, or the First Order or whatever they're calling it at this point, you know, figures out that that's where they're at and they come and bomb Navarro and he dies. You know, they could write him off very easily. Um, and I would much rather see that you know, they could see G.I. in fighting back and, you know, getting killed, going out like a G. Then, you know, them, you know, recasting them. I don't want them recast. I don't, I think they... Yeah, I don't think I'd recast them. It would be like Leia. I, I wouldn't recast, you, you don't recast Leia. And that's what I think that they should do, Star Wars Team Leader. You know, Star Wars Team Leader just said they will CGI him, CGI him in long enough to get rid of him. And I think that that's what they should do. Yeah. Let him go out like the the protector of Navarro that he turned out to be. You know, and then then they can move away from Navarro within the, within the thing or let Mandalorian take over as, you know, whatever they got rid of Cardoon and they just roll her off they didn't even write her off good that was they lame, her off yeah. terrible you know what I'm saying I understand the circumstances but she was way too of a compelling character to just write her off the way that they did like oh she just is the marshal now and we're not gonna see her no more she's out doing this and like no nah, man show her what uh, show her getting killed or show her you know fighting to the death you know what I'm saying like that's what we want to see as fans yeah. We want to see a character going out the way that came in as somebody that we seen and we admired as a character in Star Wars. We don't want to see them just go out. So that's what I hope they do. We'll have to see the way that Dave writes the movie uh, or John writes the movie because I'm pretty sure John is writing the movie. Um, so that's where, you know, that's why I hope that they take it. You know, I hope that they take it to a place of, you know, that they let him go out as the as the character that he came in as. What do you? Um. Think? Yeah, I think they'll probably do something like that. I think uh, I could even see something like just a way of like killing him off without like you don't even have to cgi him you could recast him without like showing a close-up on his face or something just where like i don't know the town he's in charge of gets like bombed or something and it just shows him looking out over the town and like getting blown up or something like that i think they'll find a way to like write him off um but who knows i mean he's also like his kind of storyline is in a place where I guess you could technically leave it and not have it be the end of the world, like where it just kind of fades fade, off. Fades away from um, Navarro or Navarro. The only I mean, reason, the only thing that sucks is because they ended that they ended season three on Navarro with Mando having his little hut and and, and Grogu there with him. That's where yeah. they ended the season. So they have to show some part of Navarro again. So it's kind of, it's almost mandatory that they put him in. Oh, you know what they could do? They could have like, you know how they had a statue of like IG-88 or whatever, that droid in there? They could just have a statue of him in the middle and just like when they pick back up, it's been like years and he passed away since then. Like he was kind of like the king that everybody loved that died. 
and now we're in like this you know what i mean so it could be like a time a time, a time thing where it's like supposed to be set with what five years after the season yeah of so he could have like died you know what or i mean after the mandalorian the last episode i think if i'm not mistaken the movie's supposed to be set like five years afterwards yeah so it could be something like that what i read um which is kind of crazy but they could do a lot of different things i think they could make it work yeah. they could you know dave and john will figure something out well they'll 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 take them out in a very spectacular way because you got to remember that ray stevenson died but i think they had already filmed that but him standing on the arm and they didn't really do anything like that that he was standing on the arm of a mortis god like how much how, how much better of going out than you could go out like that yeah you know? and it's a pretty big like yeah that was a pretty big moment you know moment and like a pretty big storyline that a lot yeah. of people were like invested in yeah i want to see what was going to happen i mean but they could they could figure out a way to, to to memorialize him very well within the mandalorian movie right all right want to get to some news and rumors heck yeah let's do it let me this is Alton Castle for the only news you need, the Hollownet News. Okay, number one news article, Carl Weathers died. Yeah. February 1st, 2024. Rest in peace, Carl Weathers. We hope that your legacy lives on. Okay, what else do we got? All right. Um, there was another interview with uh, Daisy Ridley, um, and they were talking about the sequel trilogy, um, but they were also talked a little bit about the upcoming movie. And honestly, Daisy Ridley's earning my respect more and more because I was really impressed with her answer and I liked it. Anyway, so she's talking about the rise of Skywalker. Um, She's talking like how it was a little upsetting that The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker were so divisive. It wasn't that good. Um, she's kind of bummed about that. She talked about how she um, was really stressed during a lot of it. Like she got holes in her stomach. Um, my body was fucked up. She's like, I developed holes in my gut wall. My body was just fucked up. I got tests done and it turned out my body was taking in no nutrients. I was just like a little skeleton. I was so tired. I was becoming a ghost. So apparently it was pretty tough for on her doing the whole uh, trilogy. Cause she was worried about what people would think if people would like the movie. Um, and to be honest, like it wasn't her fault that the sequel trilogy sucked. It was a writing. Yeah. And I, and I, like, that's kind of sucks that she feels bad about that. But in the end, like, we don't that's hate the actress. We hated the character and how they wrote. That's the what I said. Like, I, I'm kind of excited about seeing the new movie. I want to see what happened with Ray. Well, yeah. And this is the part that I really like. OK, because obviously we keep going back to the, the Charmin director, Charmaine Obeid Chinoy, and how she's extremely, uh, we'll say, div not divisive, but uh, controversial. Um, and I really like how Daisy Ridley kind of talked about it. She said, um, I'm excited to do the job, not because Charmaine is a woman. Her idea for the story is cool as shit. No, no spoilers, but she gave me a rundown of the entire story. If it weren't this amazing, I would have been like, okay, call me in five years, but it's worthwhile. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, not I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at Star Wars team leaders uh, thing. 
they have a new Voltron Star Wars crossover figure. The figure's arms and legs are in the color of Voltron. And I, <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> but anyways, I, I liked how Daisy Ridley was like, kind of cleared some things up, I guess, that a lot of people worried about. Where she's like, it's not about her being a woman. It's about there's it's going to be a good story. You know what I mean? And I like that. I like how we're focused on the story. I think it puts a lot of people who are a little concerned kind of at ease a little bit. And like I said, the way she's been handling this has been like really professional, uh, not offensive to anyone. She's she's been a good sport. So I'm looking forward to it a little bit more and more. well, I think like her character was a not a bad character. It was like, this is the thing, and Daisy really shouldn't have feel bad about that. And the same thing with Ewan McGregor, feeling bad about making Star Wars movies that at that time people was hating. It and the story wasn't even bad in the prequel trilogy. Why are y'all getting a don't just play the part? You can't help how writers write stuff. You can't help how directors direct stuff. You can't do any of that. Your job is to just play your part. Go in there and play the best way you can be. And everything else is going to turn out fine or bad. Regardless of the situation, you did what you were supposed to do. And that's what she needs to focus on. Because worrying, like, dude, worrying will kill you faster than anything. Quit worrying about it. Like, if I could talk to Daisy, I'd be like, quit worrying about it. Just don't, can't care about what fans are going to say. Fans ain't going to be happy regardless. You right. have fans that like it and fans that don't like it, regardless of what you come out with nowadays. That's just the way things are. You know, you can pop a video on YouTube or you can pop a, a picture on Instagram. You get a thousand people to like it and a thousand people to dislike it. And, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Don't don't pay attention to what people's comments are and stuff like that. It's not you go in there and do the best job you can do. And we will see that. We will say Daisy really played a big, a great part, like she did in the sequel. She played a great part. She played her character very well. She I think she played actor. what they they played what she she played what they told her to play. The acting wasn't really the well. bad part of the movies. The story was the bad part of the movie. I think um, the only yeah, I think the only thing I can say about her acting was like the lightsaber movements. Well, um, that could have. They got they, better as the movie. Even better. Yeah, they got better. Because what? Uh, the Force Awakens, yeah, it was terrible. By the time we got the Rise of Skywalker, they were way better. Even by the I time mean, the I, end of- I still didn't like Rise of Skywalker lightsaber. Like, compared, come on, compared to the prequels, it was not. The lightsaber, I think the lightsaber duel with the uh, with the with Snoke's guards is one of the best lightsaber. Like, that shit was dope. You know what I'm saying? The way she dropped the lightsaber and it turned it back on. Like, dude, why hasn't anybody else thought about that shit this whole time? I ain't seen nobody else do that shit in Star Wars. That's just amazing. I love that part. It's in the damn credits of the damn show. Because I like it so much. It's in the intro video. That shit was a right. great move. Like, why has nobody ever else thought about that shit? <laughs> just turn the damn thing off and then switch hands. Or just turn it off and stab right. somebody with it. It's but, great. But the point stands, like... I think the reason a lot of people, like, the reason we don't like it wasn't really because of her acting. No, it wasn't none of their acting. I think the acting was well done by all the actors. It was the story that I didn't like. And and I don't even know if it was the story, because the first story, the first thing is just a remake of New Hope. That's all it was. It was a remake of New Hope. You know what I'm saying? The second one, 
I think the story because they killed off everybody. Well, the first one, uh, they killed off Han Solo. Like, what's wrong with y'all? I'm the fine with one, killing off Han Solo, but don't like just like ruin characters. <laughs> the second one, they just ruined Luke and wrote his character to be just this crying bitch and like, dude, just made Luke Skywalker be terrible. Then the third one, they took out Leia. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, she, she, she died in real life, so I understand why they had to do it. But they did it dumb. They had Leia's character. They, this, the whole story just was, it was just nonsense. You know, it just didn't make a lot of sense. Which is not the actor's fault. They played, a, all the actors played a great part. I didn't see any bad, like really bad acting. There was some, right. you know, with the actors, you know, newer actors, you know stand-ins being in a wrong place stupid shit like that but the overall acting was very well done in my opinion you know what i'm saying especially for a bunch of young actors that haven't done a whole lot you know what i'm saying like ray and and finn they did a great they're daisy Ridley and john boyega did a great job especially being very early in their careers it could have been way worse they it could have been way worse yeah. it could have been way worse and, and they, I think, yeah, they did a better job than other actors we've seen in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't the acting that was bad. It no. was the story that the was. directing and the writing. Yeah, it was just off, just not Star Wars. It was just dumb. Like, well, why are we watching this? So maybe, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I would rather not have another Ray movie, but we might get a redemption for her. You know, so I'm trying to keep an open mind. I want to, because... Especially with how she's been handling all this, it's just impressed the hell out of me. Me, personally, I'm, I'm curious. I'm a curious person. I want to know what happened afterwards. Like, okay, call yourself Ray Skywalker. Now you got this yellow lightsaber. What the hell are you going to do? What are you doing? Like, are you restarting the Jedi Order? Or are you going out here just to be this, like, rogue Jedi that just goes out and just fixes shit on planet? Right. What's what the are point you of your character? Like, yeah. where does your character go from you just burying Luke and Leia's fucking lightsabers in the sand, just leaving them out there in the desert, and taking the Skywalker name and just running? You know, like, and just right. that's the end of the movie. There's more to the stories than that. And one thing that I'm excited about it is they have no restrictions. They have, they can go any direction they want with the story, they can do anything they want. So there's nothing to hold them. There's like, like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I know that they can mess it up, but I don't know how they're going to mess it up because they can do anything that they, they can do any story. Well, we know she goes off and finds the predator damn fucking planet and has to fight predators. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> like, dude, that she would be crazy. We don't know. They can do anything that they want because it's an open playing field at this point. There's, there's nothing past that point in the Star Wars universe. There's nothing past there. And movie-wise and in, 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 in live-action-wise, there's nothing past there. So they can do anything that they want. They don't have to follow books. They don't have to follow anything. They don't have to do anything. They can just do whatever they want. And as a creative person, as a writer, that gives you the opportunity to make whatever story you want. It's hard for a person to come in and try to fill gaps in story. <laughs> it's a lot harder for somebody to do that because you got to right. learn all the details. you got to learn all the stuff before you can even start writing. You got to watch, sit down and watch all the movies. You got to watch all the TV shows. You got to make sure that you're in line. And you see what happens when people don't. We have Obi-Wan meeting fucking Leia when she's 10. Goddamn. <laughs> you know Goddamn, dude. That's what happens when people don't follow goddamn story. So 
having an open playing field where you just can do anything is way better for the creative creativeness than trying to fill gaps within a story. Right. So I'm excited. I think that they can make a great Star Wars film. And the writer that's writing the fucking movie, he is a good writer. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that I do know. He is a good writer. So, and he's very creative. So we will see. Could turn out to be fucking some dumb shit like she's fighting predators. And we're like, really, the crossover predator and Star Wars? And we're all like, what the fuck? Just, I, I hope not. It could be something that's completely amazing. We don't know until we see right. it. And that's why I'm trying not to judge. I'm trying to keep a very open mind. And I don't want to go in with any type of you know like the prequel the sequel sucks so i'm gonna go in and hate this movie off the bat or fucking whatever the director said 10 years ago i'm gonna let that imply my vision of the movie i'm trying to go in completely optim just you know completely open-minded and go into this movie and enjoy the movie now if it right. sucks we're gonna tell you <laughs> yeah, and i think it's okay to like you can be worried about certain things you you cannot like the director fine but that doesn't necessarily mean that the I'm not the biggest fan of Steven Spielberg, but I yeah. can't sit back and say that these exactly. movies ain't that the doesn't shit. mean like automatically <laughs> the movie's going to suck. You know what I mean? Him as a person, you know what I'm saying? Like because I had a wonderful chance of meeting him one time. He, he's not really the nicest guy, but he's Steven fucking Spielberg. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people say they meet George <laughs> Lucas. He's an asshole too. But you know what I'm saying? The fucking movies he makes is great. Just because I don't like him as a director does not mean, or like him as a person, does not have anything to do with his directing ability. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 that's the reality of it. And I want to go into this. I don't care about what she said, and especially because the shit doesn't even have anything to do with this movie. Some stupid shit that happened in 2015. That was 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't have any. People change daily. You know what I'm saying? People's ideas change. What somebody said, what I said, how I thought 10 years ago is completely different. different than the way I think now. I'm a completely different person than I was 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, if you pulled up something I said 10 years ago, I, I, yeah. uh, I don't know. When you were 10 years ago, you was what, 20, 16? You were saying a lot of dumb shit. 15? 15? Yeah. yeah, you were saying a lot of dumb shit when you was 15. Uh, <laughs> I'll say some pretty dumb shit. Fuck, I look back on like Instagram, shit I posted, and I was like, damn, why the fuck did I post that? Yeah, I mean, we do dumb shit. You learn and you grow. I mean, people change, and this is the thing. I don't know why people get this idea that you can't change your opinion about something. I was a Democrat my whole fucking life until about five years ago. <laughs> and about five years ago, I was like, now I'm like, I started looking at shit and I don't even know what I am now because I, I favor a lot of the stuff that the, the Democrats talk about, but I also favor a lot of the stuff that the Republicans talk about. I'm like in the middle now, but I was a diehard Democrat. Like the Democrats was for the people. The Democrats did this, the Democrats did that. The Democrats care about the fucking poor people. Now I found out no, none of them care about poor people. You know what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but like I changed, my, my way of thinking changed. I look at things different, I'm older. You know what I'm saying? Me paying fucking $4 for a gallon of gas matters. Like, that shit is important. Me paying $4 for a gallon of milk, that matters. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about retiring one day. I can't retire when I'll spend all my goddamn money on fucking food and gas. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, you look at those things. I care about border patrol, you know, the border. Like, dude, the, our border is just wide open. I didn't oh, give a yeah. shit about the about none of that shit 20 years ago. I didn't give a shit what happened. Yeah, pal, don't get me started on politics. I swear to God. I'm just kidding. You know what I'm saying? I didn't care about none of them things when I was in my 20s. I didn't give a shit. I didn't care about it. I didn't watch the news when I was in the 20s, in my 20s. Now I watch the news. I'm concerned about the things that's going on within our government and within our within our country. I didn't give a shit about none of that shit when I was in my 20s. The only thing I get, cared about in my 20s was getting some ass Hell yeah! Get some cash, amen. <laughs> and partying. I didn't give a shit about none of that other shit. And that's the reality. You know, women were thinking about different things than men were thinking about in their twenties. When they're in their forties, women and men think about different things. You know what I'm saying? Two people think about different things. And my opinion about something could change tomorrow. I could get some new information about something and have a whole totally different idea of that. Because a lot of times. Lack of information. When I first found out about what I thought she said, I was like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> fuck that you know, bitch. But then I found out the original thing. I said, oh, man, this happened 10 years ago. This, this, what the fuck does this have to do with anything with Star Wars and this new movie? What does this have to do with it? You know what I'm saying? But when I first heard it, I jumped to conclusion. And my first opinion was, fuck that bitch. Then I found out the truth. And shit was taken all out of the content. And then I was like, oh, man, dude, why is everybody tripping off of this, man? This is stupid. But my first reaction, the more information you get, you can change your mind. You're allowed to change your mind. That's the great thing about being a human. You can change your mind about anything you want to change your mind about. You could be a Christian one day and say, I want to be a Muslim the next and then go back to Christianity. Who can stop you from doing <laughs> what the fuck you want to do? You do whatever it is you want to do. You can do whatever it is. You can be a Republican today, a Democrat tomorrow, and a Libertarian the next day. Do you. You have the right to change your thought process and your your opinions about things whenever you decide. That's the thing about being an individual. Unless you're Chinese and you have to just believe exactly what they believe or they'll kill you. <laughs> God damn, Kyle. China's fucked up, man. They be killing people for all kinds of shit. You don't disagree with their government. They'll kill you. But that's, you know, the world changes. You know, fuck, man. Less than a hundred years ago, we had slavery. You know what I'm saying? Or not so oh, much man. slavery, but we had shit was way different. Now people are accepted more. Situations are accepted more. Women used to not be able to vote. Women can vote and be in politics now. Shit changes. <laughs> <laughs> Now men can't Women do shit. can vote. That's Kyle's quote of the day. <laughs> you know, it, it, that's the reality. Things change, and you. Kyle's just change. full of inspiration today. I if am, you work hard, you can do today. anything. You just put your mind to it. You can do whatever you want. And women can vote. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it, reality is that the world changes daily. People change daily. So what somebody said ten years ago is not prevalent to what people are thinking now or how a person is now she's 10 years older than she was then in 10 years i've changed a lot <laughs> than the way i was 10 years ago now i want to spend more time with my family 10 years ago only thing i cared about was making more money so i could leave something for my family now it's like okay uh, memories is something that don't go away money comes and goes you know money comes you make it and then you spend it but one thing that I can do is I that, I that that I can't ever get back is making memories. 
memories last forever. You know what I'm saying? Take a picture, you know, your great, 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 great grandchildren be like, oh, look at my grandfather. He was on YouTube when they don't even have YouTube no more. Now it's some chip in your brain that just projects whatever you think about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, because we, we don't know how it's going to be. If the world's still here, shit, tomorrow we could be in a freaking nuclear war and the whole world could be wiped out. You know what I'm saying? You got to live. You got to live and enjoy your life. Do the things, you know, work hard to do the things and achieve the things that you want to achieve because tomorrow's not promised. So work hard. At least you will go out knowing that you tried your best. And that's what's important. Make memories. Travel. Do whatever you got to do, man. Figure out a way. You know, don't let no circumstances hold you back. Because it can be done. I seen a dude that was on crack. This dude was on crack. Um, No, I will tell y'all the truth. I know a guy that was on crack 20 years ago. This dude owns a casino now in Denver. That follows. That tracks. You know what I'm saying? This dude was on crack living on the streets. Probably (laughs) sucking dick for rock. Oh, my God. And now, <laughs> women could vote. He sucked dick for rock, and now he owns a casino. <laughs> Dude, it can happen, man. It can happen. Dude, you can. Dude, one of the biggest inspirational stories that you can set back, and you can go read this story. And this is a true factual story. Ty, uh, um, Tyler Perry was homeless, living in his car. Homeless and living in his car. And now this dude owns one of the biggest entertainment industries in the world. He is a multi-billionaire. And he was living in his car 20 years ago. Do not tell me you cannot do something. (laughs) He might have been smoking crack. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But you can do anything. You can do anything you put your mind to. Okay, let's get on with the news because I'm getting on this rant. I just want to inspire people, man. Funny, bro. I feel like I owe it to call to inspire as many people as I can. Bro, you got to admit that was funny as fuck. You do anything you set your mind to. You, he was on crack. Now he owns a casino. And, and women can vote. <laughs> okay. Here goes some more news. <laughs> okay, Bill Bill Walton, the NBA All-Star, Bill Walton, Hall of Famer, claims that Chewbacca was modeled after him after auditioning for Star Wars. So he auditioned for Star Wars, and then he thinks George Lucas <laughs> stole the idea. Who is this? <laughs> Bill Walton. <laughs> Bill Walton, I swear to God. So, Bill Walton, this this is my thing. If you read the article, I don't understand what the hell this crazy-ass dude is talking about. He applied, he he, he tried out for Star Wars, to be in the movie Star Wars, all right, to play Chewbacca. (laughs) (laughs) Then they modeled Chewbacca after him. Like, then you... Like, then you try to be Chewbacca? <laughs> Ain't that the character you was trying to be? So they already Dude, had Chewbacca. Fucking... <laughs> they needed a tall guy. What to are you saying him. about yourself? What are Yo. you saying about yourself? <laughs> like, you I'm reading an article, and I'm Chewbacca, like, what the fuck is this, this guy talking about? dog like, creature. <laughs> like, dude, so he said he tried out to be Chewbacca. 
And then after he tried out, they modeled the character Chewbacca after him. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you tried out to be the character, they already had an idea who the character was supposed to be. You was trying out to be that character. And now you're saying they modeled the character after you? Like, dude, how does that make any sense? Like, why? <laughs> you was trying out to be Chewbacca. They already knew who Chewbacca was. They already no, had an I, idea who the character was. And now you're trying to come back 50 years love, later. Like, what are you saying about yourself? Like, oh, so you look like a fucking dog. <laughs> now you're trying creature? to come back 50 years later and say they they designed Chewbacca after me. Didn't they? Ain't that the the, the, the uh, character you was trying to play? <laughs> the Star Wars team leader said, "Old robot, oh, our robot overlords will look back at old videos of now and be like, what the fuck?' And have a <laughs> mental breakdown. <laughs> they watch this video when they will. Uh, what if we're all stuck in the Matrix <laughs> right now? <laughs> and this is all the Matrix." <laughs> <laughs> and we just we don't Crazy, even know about bro. it it's really like 2080 and we don't even know about it okay uh, uh i had a couple things you have anything else for uh oh um it's rumored that star wars outlaws is targeting for a spring release date that's a rumor yeah i don't even know if i care about that game right now i, uh, I just haven't seen anything from it that makes me really want to play it here gotta bring back up the the thing my cheat sheet here okay so according to insider daniel richmond uh christian um hayden christensen is returning for ahsoka season two he will have made have an appearance in ahsoka season two which i don't see why he wouldn't he's already showed up in season one and he's a force ghost he can pop up whenever he wants and Honestly, the first time you pop up, it's fan service. The second time you pop up, you're actually part of the story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though that was probably the best part of Ahsoka is the uh, uh, Hayden Christensen episodes where he was actually in the episodes because <laughs> it was some good episodes. Um, but I guess he said that uh, Dave Filoni said that he thought it was a good idea of bringing him back and that he looked to the future and then I guess in another interview that he actually said that Hayden Christensen said that he was happy that they brought him back for Ahsoka and he's looking forward to working on new Star Wars projects. So oh, I, yeah. I'm pretty we sure Ray by Hayden saying that, that, you know, that he's coming back. And I know this is like a week old, but I don't know if everybody knows about it. I guess um nikki Furderman, the voice of ventress did an interview with the rule of galaxy podcast and when she was asked about her return to in the bad bad she said it's just an appetizer it was just an appetizer so i'm guessing that the whatever next series comes out and i'm pretty sure her return is a setup that that next series whatever the next series come out and i have a feeling it's about going to be the hidden path with her and um quinlan boss I really have a uh, a feeling that that's what the next the next thing is, and which I'm I'm old for. Because, uh, I'm I'm completely up for that. You know what I'm saying? I want to know what what happened to Quinlan Voss. We thought we was gonna see him in Kenobi. He didn't pop up in Kenobi. It might have been in Kenobi season two, but you know since Kenobi ain't getting season two, um, 
I wouldn't mind seeing even if it is an animated series with Quinlan Voss and 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 interest and what what was going on with them during the time period after the Empire takes over. I think that that would be a cool little thing, and it's a good way to spin them off at the end of uh, or in the Bad Batch to bring them both in to you know start this next series, right. or next animated series or live action series or whatever they decide to do. So that was definitely and that was a leap. But it, like I said, it is a week also. You guys might not know about it. Um, I, I don't have anything else on my end. Yeah, there wasn't much in news today. A lot of oh oh, there was this one it. thing that came out today. Um, yeah, Mar or February third, twenty twenty four. Women can vote. God damn, Kyle. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, I don't know Ahsoka why that was so funny. Adaption. Ahsoka's getting her own comic book adaption, which I don't read comics, so, you know, so there was a lot of Carl Weathers stuff. Um, and then, like I said earlier, the Ewan McGregor talking about his reluctance to play Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. And his reluctance came after... The Phantom Menace. He didn't want to play Obi Wan Kenobi no more in the in the um, the Clone Wars and then uh, Revenge of the Sith just because of the bad um, the bad stuff that happened. You know all the all the the, the neglect from the fans for the Phantom Menace. I don't know, man. I love the Phantom Menace. I love the prequel trilogy. I thought the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I think shit. the Phantom Menace is my wife's favorite. So like. It's not my favorite. Revenge of the Sith is my favorite, but it's my favorite too. But I don't know. She likes Phantom Menace. <laughs> Phantom Menace was a good movie, man. And we got Maul. I liked it. Come on, man. Maul was a Maul shit. was fucking dope. I'm so, that whole last fight I scene. I don't epic, get. Bro. I don't I like. I I don't get why people don't like the prequel. Well, I can see the original trilogy. A lot of original trilogy older people don't like the prequel trilogy. It, it's a known fact. It, it, I've seen like you can go back and you can look at the uh, at the documentaries and all the different stuff where people were just just bashing George Lucas about why he came out with the prequel trilogy and how garbage it was and all this stupid shit. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. This shit was amazing. <laughs> but you know, and I can see, like I said earlier, I can see some of the uh, the people why they were upset about it. You know, what I'm saying it looked new, it looked all nice and shit. And then they went to the old republic, you know, it went to, but like I try to explain to people all the time, you're going back to the high republic time. This is the end of the high republic. They, the Jedi were doing good. The republic was doing good. Everything was nice and classy and everything looked great and they were all good. And you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it was nice. So it's supposed to look nicer. After the empire took over, they made it look like shit. And, and that's what happens. <laughs> that's what happens when dictators take over. They make everything look like shit. That's just the way it is. So, I mean, even though it's just because of technology, we didn't have the technology then to make the stuff that, or make it look like it did in the original trilogy, George didn't have that stuff. He had it when he made the sequel trilogy or the prequel trilogy. So, you know, of course he made it look better. But, you know, if you look at it in the Star Wars sense, the timeline was two different things. You know, High Republic, end of the High Republic era where everything was great to the Empire era. Two different, totally different time periods. You know, a lot of shit can go bad in 20 years. 
you know, real easy for a dictator to make a whole freaking galaxy look like shit in 20 years. Agreed. All right. Are we ready to get to... We got a quiz? Yeah, I got a quiz. It's all, all about... Right. It's all about... Uh, Carl Weathers? Well, it's not Carl Weathers. It's, it's brief. All right. Big Carga. All right. Now. I'll hit the impossible Carga. pit. Carga. <laughs> Cried. Stop right there, you rebel scum. Prepare yourself for the Star Wars impossible quiz. Blast them. So this quiz is going to be a little bit easier. Of course, because of the fact of that there's not a lot about Reef Cargo. You know what I'm saying? We got three seasons of The Mandalorian where he's involved. So I tried to come up with questions that were resident, you know, were worked for his character. Okay. In which episode of The Mandalorian does Reef Cargo first appear? Uh, episode one. Was it not? Episode one. You got to give the. You got to give. Everybody I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just expecting something a little harder. Okay. <laughs> I told you this it was going to be shocked me. I, All right. Like there, there's. My bad. Oh, you're 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 there. What do you mean? Got kicked to an ad. I got ads turned off. What the hell? Why the hell, man? YouTube just be doing their own shit. Um. What is Greek Cargo's role within the Bounty Hunters Guild in the Mandalorian series? Series. What's his role? What's his role? Yeah. Like, what does Brief Cargo do? Yeah, what does he do? Um, he's the leader of the guild? Correct. The guild leader on Navarro. Was I supposed to wait? I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm excited that I know these. <laughs> yep, Star Wars team where he's the one that deals out the job because he's the leader of the guild on Navarro. Okay, what the what take what task did Grief Cargo assign to Mandalorian Din Djarin in the first episode? I'll wait so that other people can answer this one. This is really not the impossible quiz. This is kind of the everybody knows this the answer is the to this quiz. Probable quiz. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to do this quickly. I only had like 15 minutes to get this done. So I came up with questions as fast as I could. Usually I take more time. Bring in the blue guy? To bring in the blue guy. Kill baby Yoda. No, actually. Was that was in the second episode or the first episode? When we get Baby Yoda. No, we got Baby Yoda and uh, uh, that was his first assignment to go get Grogu. Oh, so I was right. The first Kill assignment Baby Yoda. that he like does is actually the blue guy. So yeah. Star Wars team leader got it right. That was the, oh. the first assignment that he had. But the first assignment we actually see this is kind of a trick question. The first assignment that we actually see um, Karga give the Mandalorian was to retrieve the child. Okay. Greek Cargo has a close call with death in the series. How is he saved? A close call. Uh, 
I don't even remember. Dude, I need to watch the first season of Mando again. Because it's all it was really good. Yeah, she was really good. Shit, I watched the first episode of The Bad Batch yesterday on the way to St. Louis, and that shit was great. I was like, dude, fucking Bad Batch is shit. <laughs> um, IG-11, no. Mando? IG-11 doesn't save him. Mando or Grogu? Grogu oh. heals grief. Oh, I forgot. Wait, when did that happen? Season two. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I need to rewatch the first couple seasons. The third season was trash, but one and two were good. Yeah, but you can watch the third season after you've watched the first two. You might as well watch the third one. Just go uh, through to the end. I've watched it. I don't need to watch it again. Um, <laughs> what planet was Grief, was Grief Cargo's home planet? What planet was he born on? Grief, or Grief Cargo's home planet? Yep. Oh. Tattooing. Nope. That uh, was worth a shot. Coruscant. What planet was Grief Cargo from? Coruscant. <sighs> That's a good question because I actually don't know. Do they say it in the show? I don't know if they say it in the show or not. Got a guest all worst team leader. Navarro, maybe? Yeah, Navarro. That's the answer. Exactly born on Navarro. Nielsen, yeah. what's up? Yes, R.I.P. Carl Weathers. We're all, we're, you jumped in at the very end. And we're on the quiz. These are all keep cargo, keep cargo, cargo. Grief cargo. <laughs> cargo, however you say his fucking name. All Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. <laughs> characters, uh, questions. Another ad? Are you serious? Bro, YouTube sucks sometimes. Like, I got the ads turned off. I don't know why the hell they're putting ads on there. There's not supposed to be ads during the live. It's only supposed to be on the replay. Um, Why are we seeing money from these ads? It's bullshit. I, I don't <laughs> we don't see no damn money from ads. YouTube. We made like a dollar forty us. on ads. YouTube rapes us. Um, how does grief? Oh, how does grief cargo's perspective on the empire and its remnants change throughout the Mandalorian? Say one more time. How does grief cargo's perspective on the empire and its remnants? Changed throughout the Mandalorian series. Oh shit! I don't know. At first, he's all about money, and then he becomes like a good, wanting to be a king, and like loves everybody. Kumbaya. He. What the fuck? Now that I think about it, he had like a three sixty. Yeah, we talked about it, Nilsson. Nilsson says, I probably missed out on, but I'm sure that y'all talked about how he's going to write him out of the up-and-coming movie. We all no, came to we, the conclusion. We, we mostly talked about how if you can accomplish whatever you dream of accomplishing um, and about how women can vote, Nilsson. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talked about it. The, 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 the two things that came up 
um, they, they either gonna bomb Navarro and just wipe him out like that because the Mandalorian's there, or they're gonna make him a statue and because he just died, they're just gonna kill him off and make him into a statue. That was like that, that was two of the, uh, the things that we thought of. I, I think if you go back oh, in the chat, and one of Kyle's friends suck dick for crack. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't my friend. I just I know. And, and now he owns a casino. Believe it or not. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. This was a great episode. All right. Okay. <laughs> and Star Wars team leader, he gets it right. He goes to dealing with them to hating them. Yep. <laughs> so he shifts from indifference to actively opposing the Imperial remnant. Um, Grief Kaga takes on a new role within the community of Navarro. What was that role? What is the name of his position on Navarro? Casino owner. <laughs> um, You're not gonna. Yeah, like I this. don't remember what they called it. Oh, magistrate. magistrate. Good shit, yeah. Nelson. Good shit. Nelson got it. Magistrate. Okay. Um, Grief Cargo has a near-death encounter with a specific creature. What was the name of that creature? I don't know. A wild groggy. <laughs> What'd you call it? A wild groggy? A wild groggy. A wild Grogu? Grogu saved him. After the creature stabs him with his poison tentacle, but what is the name of the creature? Fire bat. Oh, that's pretty close. That's what it looked like, but that's not what the name of the creature is. Actually, have a name. Nilsson said, "I don't know." Okay. Got an idea, Garrison? I have no idea, bro. <laughs> called a Navario Reptivians. R-E-P-T-A-V-I-A-N-S. Reptivians. Or something like that. <laughs> okay, at one point, the Mandalorian shoots Grief Karga in the chest. What saved his life? Shoots Grief Karga in the chest. Grogu healing him? No, that's when the, the fiery bat thing stabbed Shit. him and puts the poison in. That's when <laughs> Dude, I don't remember. At the Both end of season the one, the last episode of season one, Mando shoots him during the escape. Oh, that's car. Shoots him in the chest. Nelson's and got it. he survives. How does he survive? Nelson got it. Best guard. He had that best guard money in his pocket and shit shot the best guard. Or the, the laser bolt hit the best car. Describe the turning point when Grief Cargo's relationship with the Mandalorian. What event led up to this change? So, what happened that caused Grief Cargo's relationship with the Mandalorian to change? Because remember, he was trying to kill him because he shot him and the best car saved him. What? What? That event happened that changed his attitude with the uh Grogu was really really cute 
Yep, Star Wars team leader, got it. I was kind of right. Grogu yeah, was, was really cute. Right, but <laughs> after Grogu killed him. After Grogu killed him, then he was all like, Oh, you really, really want to save this little guy. I want to save him too. Let's fight together and get IG-11 to kill everybody and fucking melt in the lava. <laughs> and blow up and kill all the, the fake stormtroopers. This was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. It was episode. a fun episode. We laughed a lot on this episode. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Nelson right. Something to do with the child, I think. Yep, it was the child. It was Grogu. Grogu healed him after the fiery bat stabbed him and it made his heart melt and turn. He had a heart like the Grinch. And then he got healed by, Gro by ten Grogu. Ten sizes. Or three sizes. Ten sizes bigger. <laughs> was it 10 so I thought it was 3 he's a grower not a shower alright <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, um, quick announcement before we say goodbye today next week I gotta go out of town um, and I will be out of town on Saturday my schedule is not gonna allow me to be able to do an episode so we're moving it to Sunday um, and it'll be at the same time as normal. Just be one. We're pushing it one day. And I'll cool. be back uh, Saturday. Um, so be there or be square. Because of that, I got to. Uh, we couldn't do the episode this week, which I think we're changing to Sunday, aren't we, Harrison? After the twelfth. Yeah. So after the twelfth. After next be, week. Yeah. yeah. After next week, it'll be Sunday. Every every week's episode will be on Sunday because Garrison. I will work on Saturday. I'm almost done. I got a lot of shit going on, but I am working on the puzzles, Nielsen. Almost done. I should be done, hopefully, by the end of next week. That man is patient. <laughs> I said, if it helps, you can sign the box, and I'll do the puzzle. <laughs> no, the puzzle is almost done. Which one did you get? I got to remember which one is, which one, who, who got what. So I know if I'm even working on your puzzle. Am I working on your puzzle? <laughs> I had two of them to do. I only got one almost done. I'm busy. I, I, I do I'm busy. <laughs> um, but it'll be done. I'll get them done. And now my daughter's coming, so she's going to help me. She said uh, she's going to help me. So, And I'm getting my other daughter-in-law. She's going to help me. They like doing puzzles. I forgot. He picked. <laughs> Lol, hell, I forgot. <laughs> he picked. Which one did you pick? If it's the one with the uh, Millennium Falcon... Uh, I'm per that's the one I'm working on now. And please tell me I pick one. Okay. Uh, that's the one I'm working on now. It'll be done by the end of next week. Oh, shit. We're doing our podcast on Super Bowl Sunday, Kyle. During the Super Bowl? No, it would be obviously before the Super Bowl. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> I doing it during the Super Bowl. You crazy? Nah, I gotta, I gotta watch the Super Bowl because I, I live in where Kansas City fans is everywhere. So I'm hoping fucking San Fran kicks the shit out of their asses. I, I hope Kansas City loses so badly. No, I don't want Kansas City to win. I want I Kansas want City to lose. to lose so I can all laugh right, at all these man. Kansas City fans. Good man. Because I'm a Broncos fan. You're I don't a Broncos like fan, City. yeah. Another ad for Nelson. 
All right. Dude, well, because we don't want you to watch no more ads. Yeah, I don't even. I have the ads, ads turned off. What the hell? Do y'all get ads like all the time? Like when during the show? Damn, man, that, that motherfucking ads is coming that quick. <laughs> like Jesus Christ! Even if they're on, they shouldn't happen that for. I'm sorry, Nelson. Oh, Nelson. <laughs> oh, Nelson. Maybe next year. The thing you guys say every fucking year. <laughs> No, but I'll tell you right now, the the, the, the Cowboys memes. Next year's our year. They're the hilarious. Cowboy memes are hilarious. They're hilarious. They're, they're freaking hilarious. Like, that shit is funny as shit. Like, that like makes my day watching TikTok memes on, on, on the Cowboys. Because <laughs> Cowboys fans were fucking heated. Uh, uh, All right. I don't understand. Uh, let me go back and recheck all the stuff, guys, because y'all shouldn't be getting all ads. All ads are only supposed to play on the uh, on the on the re recap. They're not supposed to come on during the live. So YouTube is doing some dumb shit. I got to figure out if they turn something on because I ain't turned nothing on. I ain't changed nothing. Everything's been exactly the same. Um, so I got to figure out what YouTube. YouTube might you know they be randomly just doing shit for no reason. Um, but we will definitely, uh, I'll definitely look into why that's coming on. I've been getting Star Wars games and lightsaber ads. Lisa, you're getting Star Wars content. I'll be watching YouTube videos. I'll be getting content on women's tampons and shit. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with the shit that I watch? Like, <laughs> why the hell am I watching shit about tampons? Like, why is this ad coming up? I don't give a shit about no damn tampons. I don't use tampons. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I hate that shit. That's one thing that I do hate. I that's one thing I hate about YouTube. You think YouTube would know? I watch gun videos. I watch like end of the world videos. So that's like what I've been on lately, watching like survival videos, people camping, shit like that. I've been on this shit for a minute. Just because World War Three is coming, and I'm like, oh yeah, let's go. Like I'm semi preparing for World War Three or whatever happens. So I've been watching all these videos. And then tampon commercial. Like, what the fuck is a tampon? What 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 part of hey, my viewing? When you inevitably get shot, it's for to pack the wound with. You know what I mean? Yeah, but <laughs> fuck nobody. I got fucking shit for that. You know what I'm saying? I got tampons. They're great for packing wounds. You know? <laughs> you're not supposed to use no tampon. I women use it to pack their wounds every month, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, dude, nothing about my viewership would suggest that I know anything about tampons and then they show me tampon commercials. Like, what, what the hell does this have to do with anything that I watch? I thought y'all were supposed to make this shit about what I watch. Other people say, you know, I watch Star Wars content all the time. So, you know, I get lightsaber ads and, 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 and you know, Star Wars content. Like, I get tampons and I watch gun shit. I watch a lot of Star Wars shit too, but still I'm not getting Star Wars freaking ads. I probably watch more YouTube than anybody I know. Because I barely ever watch TV. I just watch YouTube all the time. I watch a shit ton of YouTube. Um, Alright, guys. We're going to wrap it up. We will see you guys next week before the Super Bowl so everybody can join in, watch, watch Lifesaver Radio, and go right into the Super Bowl. It'll be great. Hell yeah. Get, get, get your families to watch it too because they're going to be there like watch these idiots talk they're idiots they say stupid shit it, it'll make you laugh <laughs> one of us is an idiot 
Yeah, is? I don't know. Y'all have to. Y'all have to <laughs> and yes, females can vote. <laughs> they like that since like 1960. <laughs> don't suck dick for crack. Right. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> suck dick for crack. It's not good. Just don't do crack. Now crack, I, does people do crack anymore? I think everybody does fentanyl now. Like I be seeing fentanyl zombies uh, everywhere. Fentanyl's pretty out there. It's pretty big. <laughs> don't suck dick for fentanyl. Just don't <laughs> suck dick. <laughs> Just don't do drugs unless you like to. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll we'll see you guys next week. Stay outrageous and may the force be with you always. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to LSR. If you've enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. Lightsaber Radio is produced by Pickfilm Media and is a Swaycast original starring Garrison Turcott, CJ Elliott, and Kyle McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away.